Welcome back to the Loading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Brother Zay. Tonight is with me, Producer Jay. What's up? What's up? What's going on, man? It's been, it's been a while. I know we did it the has. live stream, but... Yeah, it, feel, it feels... Every time we do a break where we do a live stream or for, like, for the Game Wars, it feels like we've been gone for so long. <laughs> it's because there's so much to talk about since the last time we did the podcast, so yeah. it feels like it's been forever, but... <laughs> definitely, definitely. So before we get into it, let's just say this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Wherever you guys are, wherever you enjoy your podcast, uh, just hit the like, subscribe, or even rate us if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. We appreciate all your your likes, your subs, all your hard-earned, all our hard-earned work being listened to you guys. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just fun. It's fun yeah. to do this, and that helps us out. Yes, we, we enjoy the interactions, we enjoy the likes, and keep at it. And join the Discord. <laughs> oh, yes, we did start well, that. We yes, got a Discord, the Discord. going. It'll be yeah. in our description. You can check it out there. Perfect, perfect. All right, so tell me, what have you been playing? So I've been a busy person this past Uh-oh. few weeks. So I, I mentioned it on the podcast, or on the live stream, actually, um, that I finally beat the first Metal Gear Solid. I did all yep. the VR training missions. I did everything, and nice. I am done with that game. Nice. And I, I made it a point because I was like, okay, I know like my backlog is is piling up, but I did start some games, so I want to finish. I want to finish them. So okay. I I got back into Spider Man, and I finally finished it and platinumed it. Hey, congratulations! Look at that. So I finished that games. Oh. I know. Look at that. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? But um, yeah, no, that I I enjoyed the game. Um, I still feel the same way I felt when I first started playing it. Like it's a great game. It's fun to play, but Dude. similar to like God of War Ragnarok, um, it's hey, it's safe. Like the, it didn't do anything special, but it didn't do anything bad. So it's like it was a good game. Um, I I honestly feel like if it would have been even better if Peter Parker would have died. No, damn, going dark on us. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, they would have. It would have added going more. Away, yeah, they're going the way of just using Miles anyway, right? Yeah, they did say Miles is going to be the main Spider-Man going forward. I think honestly, Spider-Man Three is probably going to be the where that happens if it happens. Yeah, but. We know that there's probably going to be DLC. If you played the game, you know there's some cliffhangers left to be uh, played out. So I think the DLC is probably going to answer some of that. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but it, it's a great game. I had fun with it. Yeah. Um, but speaking of God of War, and it's funny because I originally, once I had I planned on doing Spider-Man 2 and then jumping back into Starfield. Okay. But then God of War Ragnarok DLC came out. Yes. And I I want I recorded it for the podcast. If you if you watch it on YouTube, you can see. Um, and I was like, this is actually kind of fun. <laughs> so I've been playing that, and now I'm 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 back on God of War. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna finish that. That's really good. PlayStation players need a uh, game to play. Yeah, honestly, I was I was shocked because when they first announced it. I, I mean, DLC is, is fine, you know, that we, we kind of knew there was rumors and speculation about DLC for God of War, but the fact that it's free is the crazy part, because that's very much unlike Sony to do, 
they yeah. easily could have charged ten dollars for this, and I would have paid it because it's. I mean, they could have charged twenty. Probably they could have charged <laughs> twenty. Honestly, the the amount of story and gameplay and like new cutscenes and stuff like that, it's because it's a roguelike, but it also plays a pivotal role going forward. And I, I, I mean, I haven't beat it yet, but. I'm sure it's going to be something important going into the next game or yeah. maybe because they, they even hinted that maybe there might be even more DLC. Um, but it's it's very important. And if you're into the God of War lore, you definitely want to check this out. But it's also fun. And that's that's why I'm like, I'm probably going to just finish it out because and, and there's actually a, it's a running joke, like the whole Christopher Judge saying the that his speech was longer than Call of Duty campaign. Yeah. Apparently, this DLC is also longer than the Call of Duty campaign. It's like six Ouch. or seven hours. But, um, but yeah, so now I've been playing that, and I guess once I'm done with that, maybe I'll go back to Starfield finally. Yeah. But my goal of completing Starfield before the end of the year is, is probably not going to happen. <laughs> but... Owing. That's good. That's fun, and uh, that's that's what we need more fun things to play. Absolutely. Yeah. But what what have you been playing, Zay? A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, a lot. Uh, Game Pass is just the gift that keeps on giving, and it's just too much sometimes. Um, so I be, I it came out just a, last week. It's Wild Irons Hot, and I didn't think I was gonna like it. I said, let me just try it out, and I actually really like it. And I'm just playing it. You're you're playing as a blacksmith in like this this new town, and you have to just do jobs for people. It's just it's a silly little indie game, but it's really fun. I've also been playing Ghost Simulator Three, which is just hella oh, fun. Oh, that did come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out so fun. I was also I have been playing um, Avatar. So much you forgot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been playing Avatar. And oh, that is actually really fun. I was playing it today with uh, Ron and my, my buddy Ron, and he's uh, showing me the ropes because the game kind of tells you a little bit what to do and then just tosses you out into the world of Pandora. <laughs> yeah. So he was playing more than me. We were, you know, we partnered up. We were just flying around. It was absolutely fun. I was having a blast with it. So it was really, it's really fun. And I've also been playing. Baldur's Gate 3 on the Xbox because after the Game Awards they, you know, Shadow dropped it on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, and apparently mean, they were supposed to announce it, but because yeah. of the whole time limit of speeches they just forgot. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, in fairness, it was it was probably a lot for him to, he wanted to say and yeah. do, but he just forgot. It's alright because me, uh, my buddies Ron and Bray, we were all playing it on xbox and we're having a blast we're playing it like all day sunday and we got nowhere but it's so fun (laughs) (laughs) like we're not we're not that far we're still in act one we're only level four but we're just having a a really fun time playing it you know it's like i gotta i'm i'm the owner of the game so like i own the session so yeah i'm in charge of all the saves and everything and it's it's you know it's been fun you know because it looks like we don't save often yeah we can lose stuff and or if we die we're screwed we have to do a bunch of stuff over again that's the Um, one thing that like i've heard that people don't like and i think 
they I don't know if Larian said they'll address it where the ho- the host thing like I know like that's how they do their multiplayer but it would be cool if you can save like your character from a different play session I don't know how much work goes into that but it would be cool if they could add that somehow I mean it's still fun we're having a blast yeah yeah we walked into a dungeon we knew we weren't supposed to be there but we went in there anyway as uh, giant spiders that can teleport all around we're, we're thinking we're gonna die and uh some of us did <laughs> but we actually beat all the spiders and ended up getting out of there i thought i was gonna have to reload the save several times damn it was it's a mess but it was fun it was absolutely a blast so now we have a blast with that so that's what i've been playing just a bunch of a, a bunch of games I'm probably gonna get Baldur's Gate three soon because I, I so I recently got my fiance into D and D. Okay. So far, she enjoyed it. We only did one session, um, but I feel like playing this would be kind of like an extracurricular stuff, and yeah. it's it's split screen, so it would it would make it even more fun. So that's it's probably gonna be in my hands sooner or later. Okay. Okay. That'll be yeah. my co op game. Your co-op game, yeah. That's that's what we're doing. You know, when all three of us are on, we're gonna jump on and play that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's now, that's it. That's what can playing. you wh- one question. Yeah. I mean, maybe I mean, you might not even know. Um maybe if, not. Let's say if you're in the middle of a campaign, uh-huh. would I be able to join it or is it you have to start at the beginning? No, you should it? be able to join, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and for you real? Can, you can if I'm not mistaken, you can uh, you will have to join in, but you will have to take over an NPC, not your own custom character. Ah, uh, okay. That's that's the. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because we we already started the game. We're not, you know, we already started with us and our characters. So right. you can absolutely join. You would just have to, you know, take over one of the NPCs, which yes. for most people would it shouldn't be a problem. A lot of the NPCs are amazing. You would have your pick of the litter because we have three custom characters, you know what I'm saying? Right. So okay. you can literally pick anybody whoever you want to play and you can play that person. Well, that's pretty um, cool. Just just know that let's say if you do do that and you pick an NPC that like say I want to romance, it's going to be a little weird. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right. So I mean, we can, uh, I guess we could jump right into the news because there's uh, quite a bit to talk about. Yes. Um. Before we do that, though, I did want to get your thoughts on the Grand oh. Theft Auto reveal because That's right. I, I know I did a quick save about it and you I gave did. my it thoughts. It was great. Uh-huh. Um, but you never got to give your thoughts. Uh, so what do you think about it? Like, what, what's your it's... initial reaction? And now that the time has passed, it's been like two weeks. Yep. So, well, no, not two weeks. Almost a little over a week. Uh, how do you feel about it? I feel, uh, I'm really excited for it. You know, I really want to play this game. I know people are saying like, oh, but they're going back to Vice City, but it's it's not the same Vice City we've played before. This is completely different. You know, Rockstar mm-hmm. is going to do the city justice. It's going to actually look like you're there. The same way, uh, uh what is it? Uh, in GTA Five, it looks just like you know California. Right, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have exactly what it looks like, like the landmarks, the stuff. landmarks and everything. They, I mean, they even show comparisons from Vice City original to to GTA Six, and it, how different it is. Yeah, I saw you know, those too. 
Yeah, so it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be one of those games that we're gonna be playing for another ten years. You know. Yeah. It's gonna be one of those. You know, and and they're gonna charge whatever they're gonna charge for it. Everybody knows we're gonna pay for it anyway because we've been waiting <laughs> a decade. We're gonna be we'll be waiting over a decade by the time it officially releases. Yeah. They could charge twenty five. Yeah, they could charge $150, then people know they're going to pay it. You Oof, know? Why are you giving them ideas? I mean, they already got the ideas. <laughs> the ideas are already out there. It's not coming from me. I'm just repeating it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I do I do like it. I don't have any I don't have any issues with it. Not, not even the people. I, know, I see people online that they have issues with the main character. Oh, boy. And um, they have uh, issues with... Um, some of the side characters and like the gangs and stuff and stuff. But I'm like, what did they expect? It's GTA. You yeah. Know what I'm saying you're going to have, you're going to have gangs. You're going to have gang members. You're going to have crime. You're going to have uh strip clubs. You're going to have all this stuff. You're going to have everything that is bad in society is going to be in GTA. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's always been the case. Exactly. It is GTA. This is not going to be some hold my hand, you know, kumbaya kind of game. This is Grand Theft Auto. You yeah. know, if you're not into that, that's cool. You don't have to be into that. You don't have to play it. You don't have to buy it. But don't don't try and get it banned or blocked or, you know, all this other stuff. That's, just because that's always going to happen. That's always going to happen. Like, there's always going to be the crowds like, oh, ban GTA or whatever. But it's like, yeah. it's, it's not. You're just going to give it more attention, if anything. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about one thing, though, that you mentioned is- about the complaints about the main character. Uh, Lucia, uh, how the people are complaining, oh, it's too woke. Like, why is it a Hispanic lady? It should have been a white girl. Like, I literally saw white someone girl. saying, yeah, you know, that, that quick, uh, like, three-second clip of the, the girl with the American bra on who was, like, oh. in the mud or whatever. It's just, yeah, somebody yeah. said, like, oh, that should be the, the main character. And I was like, pe- people really dislike the idea of Lucia, a Hispanic woman being a main character in a grand theft auto game that they're saying it should be a white girl or a white person what it's hilarious because it's gone complete full circle that people are now complaining that a a minority is on is the main character of a game named after a felony like isn't that what you've been saying about them? Like do you say that oh that's what minorities do. That's what these Latinos and black people do. They commit crimes. Now we have a main character that is Hispanic and you're complaining about that too? Like come on, you can't have it both ways. Like it's no. it's literally the name of a felony. Relax and it's it's just a game. It's not real life. Go play something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> The, those people, they they want it their way. They they are they're showing their racism. Pretty know? much. That's all. That's what it is. That's all that's it, is. it is. They don't they don't want to play as a black person or Hispanic person or any person of color. They want to play as a white person. Which yeah. is Why they probably played as Trevor throughout the whole GTA Five. <laughs> Trevor um, <or> Michael. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but you know what? You're gonna like you said. You're gonna have those people who are gonna complain, and. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, and Lucia, she's gonna kick ass as yes. the as the main character. She's gonna kick ass, and they're gonna be pissed. Yes, and I'm I... gonna love every second of it while I'm playing GTA Six. Yeah, for for the people who are saying, "Oh, the GTA has gone woke." Good. I hope it goes woke. I hope it goes 
so far the other way that it pisses you off because that's going to make us laugh. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're the people, they're the ones that are going to get made fun of in the game. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. But that's always been the the case. GTA has never strewn away from making fun of of American society as a whole. Yep. Not just not just the left or the right, just everybody. They make and fun everybody. of everybody. Everybody's and equal opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So for them to just come out saying they've gone woke, it's it just it's absolutely silly. It um, is. It hasn't gone woke. You know, it's just just making fun of society as a whole. Exactly. Um, so I mean, if they don't want to play it, that's good. Less toxic, racist people that will be on GTA Six. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine by me. <laughs> Hey, you we could get into the news now. Yes, news. All right, there's a lot start, of it. Yeah, we're gonna start with um, E3 has officially been canceled. It is dead, no more. The ESA, the like Entertainment Software Association, has um, the promoter Repop announced late Thursday that they planned the June event is is just done. It's canceled. It's been four years in a row. Uh, due to COVID, they stopped, you know, doing live shows or in-person shows, and ever since then, they haven't done one. Um, uh, I can't say this is surprising because it's it's been a long time coming. A lot of people been mm-hmm. pulling out of the E3s before, even before you know COVID. So it was sort of uh, like on the ropes. It was gonna happen. What do you yeah. think? No, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I I saw the writing on the wall. A lot of apparently a lot of people saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, I remember I just saw a, an interview where uh they were saying even in 2019 before COVID that they feel like this might be the last one because yeah. the vibe was just very different. Like you said, a lot of people pulled out Nintendo. They weren't really there. I mean, Xbox was there, but they were doing it like separate from it. Like they still were like on the convention floor but their press conference was in a different building yeah um ea left a while ago sony left and i i think no maybe ubisoft was still there um but a lot of people pulled out of e3 i don't i don't know the reason i i'm sure it's because of money i mean that's what it really likely to yeah they just weren't seeing enough return on the investment that they make into putting like these e3 shows on that and they probably just thought it was easier to just do their own thing like Nintendo did. So yeah, um, I get it, and it sucks because I used to look forward to. I actually wanted to go one time. That was like one of my bucket list type things to go one year. But now, I mean, it's so. I honestly think it's probably officially like dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's dead forever. I think it's gonna be dead just for a long time. I think we'll see something come back. I don't know if um, it's gonna be called E3, but it's probably gonna be another convention around the same time that's gonna feel like E3. That's basically gonna take its place. I don't know if that's gonna be Summer Games Fest because Summer Games Fest was is really just a show. Yeah. But maybe Jeff Keighley will be able to expand now that he has the space, <laughs> now that he he's able to do that. Although. I feel like after the game awards, people won't be happy about that. But um, it it will be good to have something for like fans and the press to just come together. Because even the whole uh, game awards stuff aside, like people really enjoy 
having an event to go to to you know meet up with colleagues friends throughout the gaming industry and i feel like we need something like that and we... i think so i like <laughs> conventions i go to comic con every year um but i think it's good to be around like-minded people and it's it's supposed to be like a celebration like for whatever jeff Keeley says about the game awards the conventions are really the the real celebration of games because that's where you s get around people who are enthusiastic about the new things that were announced. I think honestly, it was just it was just a money thing, and um, I do like I said, I do think it'll come back. It just probably won't be E three. It'll be something else. But it just sucks too because it's an end of an era. Like I remember you, I used to get excited. I used to call off work to <laughs> watch E three. It it was that like a much of a ritual to me because yeah. that was when the game announcements happened. I feel like game announcements have they happen every friggin' month. So it really doesn't <laughs> matter. You don't need a dedicated show in June. To, well I guess uh, I guess that just it it's sort of like it comes to an era where we don't really need these giant big conventions to celebrate and or even announce things anymore, especially with the rise of social media and how it's played a big part in um, advertising toward, you know, certain markets. E3 doesn't necessarily need to happen in order for that same feeling that you want, you know, about E3. Like you said, we have Summer's Game Fest, Xbox does a showcase, PlayStation does their PlayStation Direct. Sure, it's not the same. It's not like you're going to a convention and are with, like you said, like-minded people who want to just talk about games or be a part of the community. It's just, it's a different era now than it was when it first started in 95, you know? Yeah. So it, I, I, I don't think it, I don't think it would come back. I think it would just evolve into something where it's more, more digital and, or like you said, maybe Jeff Healy can do something with his, uh, immense power now with his game his game awards <laughs> he won yeah yeah so i mean we'll we'll see exactly what happens if that happens but for right now e3 is definitely yeah, officially no, dead e3 the name e3 is dead i don't think yeah. that's coming back ever and yeah. it's, it's an end of an era but we have to move on yeah we do and we'll move on to the next to the next news okay um this one happened, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. It happened uh, literally a week ago where PlayStation has decided to uh, take away the con the digital content from Discovery um, from all PlayStation players. So if you purchase any digital content from Discovery, PlayStation was revoking that away from you, even though you paid for it. And it just really comes down to uh, we don't own anything that's digital. If these companies want to pull it for licensing rights or agreements or anything that they feel like it, they could just take it away from you, which really, really sucks in an ever-increasing digital world. Yeah. No, the This whole thing sparked... It, it has less to do with the actual content itself because, like, really, nobody really cares about the discovery stuff. It's just hold the... Up. Hold up. Hold up. That is egregious. How could you say that? <laughs> you don't even know what they pulled. I bet you could even name them. 
It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's it's no. more it's more about the whole aspect of digital content being taken away from you that you paid yeah. for. And honestly, I get that uh, argument, and that's why a lot of people are saying, "Oh, like this is why physical you need to be buy physical and stuff like that." I I get it. However, I will say that, well, one, this is only happening to PlayStation. You can buy yeah. the Discovery content on other platforms still, and nothing, it's still there. It's not going to, well, I don't know if it's not going to disappear, but um, it this is only affecting PlayStation. So I feel yeah. like people are missing that point. Like, I feel like we need to, well, maybe we don't need to, but something should come out about what kind of contract that Sony had with Discovery that is basically forcing them to revoke the, those purchases cuz this is a, this is the first time this anything like this has happened yeah at least to like at least on extent. this scale yeah on this yeah. scale cuz like there's been like one or two things that get revoked but like if you if you still have it downloaded you could still watch it or still play it like with the whole PT stuff um, yeah. that was pulled off the store but if you had it on the PlayStation you could still play it um so that's always been the case but never like just completely taken away from you like yeah. even after you pay without a refund like exactly. that's that's one of a kind and that's very very like bad news but i think what another thing that people need to focus on too is this should spark more legislation regarding these types of contracts there should be a, a fixed rule for all digital content because I know everybody says, oh, phys just get physical, physical. No, because we're already heading into a digital world, a digital exactly. future. So going back to physical is not going to fix the problem. It's just going to make it much worse because now these companies are going to be able to control that much more of the digital, digital content as the the physical aspect disappears like we already talked about uh best buy and, and i think walmart too that they're gonna stop selling digital copies uh or digital media or physical media rather yeah um, no uh it's best buy that was gonna stop selling physical media um walmart said they still have it oh okay so but it's already happening best buy is yeah. starting um so that's that's just the reality of the situation so we need to focus more on getting proper legislation to make sure that our rights as consumers are protected with these digital uh with this digital content because we should not have like it's one thing you want to take it off the store fine whatever but to revoke it completely after you paid for it that's yeah that cannot happen that is and, not and then good. with no refunds just take it away like you purchase yeah let's say you purchased this set for fifty dollars you know this discovery set of uh some discovery show Okay. Right? Let's say it's like Shark Week or something. Like you, you purchased all of Shark Week. It's fifty dollars. It was a great deal. Next thing you know, Sony's like, "No, we're taking it from you." And no, there's no refund. No, you can't do anything about it because you know you're part of you know it's part of our TOS. Yeah, like that's absolutely that insane. Should, to me. Exactly, that should never be a part of the T TOS. And yeah. the fact that it is is what's the problem. It's the yeah. real problem. Yeah. So yeah. I think hopefully. Uh, the industry gets a good look at this and hopefully nothing like this ever happens again but honestly we're gonna start seeing more and more of it uh ho hopefully it's not as bad as this though like yeah the on like you said on the scale of this 
but I'm like interested. I said, I, I think we we just need to focus more on just the 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 digital purchasing rights as opposed definitely. to just oh let's go back to physical. Definitely, you, you definitely hit the nail on the head though because this is only Sony, um, and I feel like if this happened uh, on Xbox. Oh, people will be end of the world. Living. It end will be of the world. world. We wouldn't even stop hearing about it. <laughs> um, like, and we went a week without even talking about this or even mentioning it, even on yeah. our socials. I mean, and, and nobody's even talking about this anymore. Nope. I mean, I get it. It's just discovery stuff, like you said. But the fact that they can actually do this is the real problem, and nobody's talking about it. Sony's just getting away with this. They swept it under the rug. And they're hiding it, and it's like, yep, we're fine. And it's it sucks. Consumers have to speak out against these type of practices. Yeah, it's the it's the practice, like you said. Yeah, it's the practice that is what the issue is. Not the fact that it happened. It's just that Sony let it happen. Yeah, and they let it happen it's... in the most egregious way. Yeah. Well, let's move on before we get upset more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. This one is a crazy one, especially for for families, for fathers and you know mothers out there who they watch Twitch streams. So Twitch has a new sexual content guidelines update to to include and allow artistic and this is in air quotes artistic nudity uh, after a viral topless stream. So someone went viral. It was on Twitch. They were topless and they just they they came out and said it was, it was their artwork so twitch had to allow it now twitch is allowing all types of artwork including but not limiting to drawings of sexual content like you know like hentai type stuff and it's 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 really bad and i say that it's really bad because children are, can use twitch okay Children can use Twitch. And I know we, I know I hate to say this, you know, because it's like the parents should be monitoring what the children watch. Absolutely. But it doesn't always happen. And to allow Twitch or to just Twitch just change their rules to allow this after banning people for just walking into a bathroom, let's say, this this is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So here's my thoughts on it. I I kind of understand where they're coming from. However, they if they're going to do this cuz like it what the whole artistic nudity shit like whatever. If that's what the route they want to take, fine. But they they need to absolutely crack down on the the content creators that are doing that stuff and separate it from everything else. Because right now, everything is just a free-for-all on Twitch. Everything gets promoted on the same at the same rate or the same way, whatever. Like, I, I just don't want to log into Twitch and I see somebody streaming Minecraft and then right next to them, somebody that's topless. Like, that, that's, that shouldn't happen. And the crazy part is, is that they're making this change, but they're not changing the age range to create a twitch account like if this is yeah. what they want to do you need to update that because right now you just need to be 13 to make a twitch account yep that's the problem because if if you want to if you want to make this twitch like if this is what you want to make this uh 
this one you this is what you want your platform to be fine but you have to do it wholesale don't just do like little bits and pieces and just capitalize on like little kids getting horny and clicking on the on on the woman who doesn't have a shirt on like no that's that's the wrong part and i feel like that's they're trying to shy away from that and they're trying to downplay that because that's that's how they get money let let's be honest like that's that's how they get the money they get the clicks that's why they never i mean up until recently they were having the freaking uh, the hot tub time the hot tub time i think hot tub time machine yeah, the yeah. hot tub streams where they were just bare, like barely naked in the hot tub yep and that was like skyrocketing to the top of twitch charts and it's like they and they were letting it happen it wasn't until people start complaining that they were just like, oh, like they tiptoed around it and then they started banning people or they changed their policy. I, I feel like Twitch just doesn't know what it wants to do. And I think it it really needs to either or just create a whole separate streaming service for it. Maybe like Twitch X, I don't know, Twitch Adult, I don't know, Twitch at Dark, something... They that, they can they can literally put it into a like a eighteen plus, you know, like section. Yeah, section. So anybody who who has an underage account, I mean, granted, those can easily be bypassed. Like that that's that really doesn't stop people, um, unless they, they really want to like. Be there. It's yeah, exactly. It still needs to be there in place because every other site has it. You need to be eighteen plus, yeah, um, to create this account if it has adult content or mature content. So. Yeah, I, I, I think, and also have parental controls in place because children use Twitch. So it's yep. like, I feel like it's always half measures with Twitch. It's like they, they react to complaints and they don't think it through. They just do and then they wait for the next complaint and then they fix that and then they fix the next thing. And it's like, I, I, I get annoyed when I see stuff like this because it's like, why would you, why would you just be reactionary? Just sit down figure out a game plan then do it like why yep. why is it that you're trying to like just do things in a knee-jerk reaction and then seeing what sticks like i don't know i mean i've heard a lot of stuff about like twitch and like their execs being very like laid back too laid back at that and yeah yeah it's it, it i've heard like horror stories regarding like streamers on there and like the ones who like move from twitch to even kick it's crazy how kick seems like a better place to stream now but um that's crazy i know and they promote <laughs> gambling <laughs> i mean not not just gambling everything they don't yeah right wing content whatever yeah, yeah. But anyway yeah i just think they they need to if they're gonna do this move they need to do it full stop don't 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 do half measures because that's what this is this is a half measure yeah it definitely is i mean they need to they need to do something um Especially if they can just allow it, you know, something yeah. happened. Yeah. Or like age gated if like, or just don't show it. Don't, don't advertise it. I mean, I haven't seen it advertised, thank God, but I don't want my kids to see that, you know? Yeah. I don't go on Twitch enough like that in order to see it advertised. So, but still, it's it not used cool. to. I know that was like one of the complaints. That was the whole, the hot tub stuff. It yeah. was being advertised on the front page. Making the money. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they care about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we'll move on to uh, something we've reported on before, and I'll I'll come out and say we're probably one of the first ones to report on it. But now it's officially been confirmed 
by the developers themselves. Naughty Dog came out today and they released a big statement uh, saying that Factions 2, the Last of Us multiplayer game, is officially canceled. Um, they did come out with a really good reasoning. You know, they want to focus mostly on their single player aspect, their campaign games, because that's what they're known for. You know, all their games are all campaign, you know, most of them, you know, the last of us did have a factions, but, um, part two didn't, I think they realized that with factions too, it was too much for them to go to live service, mm-hmm. you know? So they just, they're just going to cancel it. Let it, let it be what it is and focus either on a new IP or their continuation of single player games because they just weren't getting the live service right. And I, although it sucks for faction fans, I think this is the right move because these developers, Naughty Dog is not really a live service type of developer. I don't think it's fair to thrust that upon them and then come out with a half baked, you know, crappy game. Yeah. So although Factions 2 is canceled, I kind of happy it is. Yeah, it's honestly, it's for the better. We've heard so many or we've seen so many instances of live services just not being what they were promised at the start. And then some of them just straight up die. Some of them eventually get better. But those like they stuck it through the mud and it's not always a guarantee that they're going to be successful. So I think Sony's mistake was what like the same thing with Anthem, the same thing with Avengers. They took a studio known for single player content and single player games and tried to make them do a live service game. That's never a good idea because they just don't know what it's like to keep up with that kind of content. Some can adapt. Like we've seen uh, Respawn do it with Apex. We've seen even Bungie or Bungie. Um, uh, well, Bungie and sort Bungie. of. Bungie sort of. They they've been through a lot recently. I mean, we'll talk more about them in a little bit. But um, uh, uh three four three is what I meant to say. Yeah. With Halo Infinite with now, Halo. they they struggled in the beginning, but now they're in a better place. But so they some, stuck with it. They stuck with the it. Leads. Yes. So, but what I'm saying is that some studios can do it. Yeah. Others can't. And I don't. I think Sony made a mistake with trying to force Naughty Dog into making live service game. What they should have done is hired an outside studio to make factions with the assistance of Naughty Dog, so that way they can focus on their single player stuff. Because that's that's really what they what they said. Uh, why they canceled it because they they realized if they wanted to do this, they would have to basically become a live service studio. And that's yeah. not what they wanted to do. So it was it was a good call. It was for the better, like I said. Um, I think they could have salvaged it if they brought in a third-party studio to help them and work on it. And I think maybe it was more of like they sunk a lot of money into it and they just rather cut their losses than have it be a failure. Yeah. So, I mean, we even reported on it before uh, with the whole Bungie basically saying that uh, it wasn't up to standard. Um, and once that happened, we knew that, yeah, this is probably not going to end well. 
Um, yeah. It just sucks too. Like you said, like people were looking forward to this. I was very curious about it. I, I wouldn't have said that it would have been like something at the top of my list that I wanted to play, but I would have tried it out if 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 it was something that was unique. Um, but that's the thing. You have to have this like planned out years of content planned out. And it's like, it's really hard to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I and even with the setting of Last of Us, like I really, I don't. We we joked about it before, but it's like, how much content could you really squeeze out of that? Like, yeah, we're gonna be seeing like rainbow guns and uh, <laughs> and emotes, like 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 freaking the the uh, was it all the floss or like all these like Fortnite dances or whatever? Like th- that's what it would eventually come to. And, and it's like you and the gritty. Yeah, you want the, you want the, the gritty. Um, but yeah, it, it's like I said, it's probably for the better and hopefully they can not have it go completely to waste and just reuse these, the content that they did make for a potential sequel. Uh, cause we know we've heard that part three is currently being worked on. So maybe they can, you know, shift to that. And I think, or no, that was, no, that's not Naughty Dog. I'm thinking of a different studio. Yeah, uh, I don't know what other, what other games they're working on, but we we did hear a rumor that Last of Us Part Three is being worked on currently. So, um, yeah, it's, it sucks, but you know, at, at least will... it's one less live service game that we have to worry about. Thank <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> I feel like though, if they would have just released it like a multiplayer instead of like a live service type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's enough like... anymore. That's the problem. In yeah. the landscape of live service, just straight up multiplayer, not enough. I mean, it would have at least made the game last a lot longer. They wouldn't have to worry about work, working on a remaster of a remaster. They can just, you know, slightly update, tweak, you know, um, the multiplayer. It doesn't have to be live service. It could just be the multiplayer, you know. And I feel like that's where people mess up because the first uh, Last of Us game had factions. It wasn't live service. It was just a multiplayer. You were going out there as a random character or and you just shooting each other, you know, just fighting, yeah. you know? So I feel like they messed up trying to go to live service. Of so. course. I, I. But that's what Sony wanted. That's the thing. They, they want live service. They want at least one to be successful. So I Hard. don't think a multiplayer would have... It takes years and millions and yeah. millions of dollars to do this. Yep. And Sony doesn't have that kind of capital or time. That, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just the time. Like, they probably could have sunk more money into it, but they just, they want it now. They don't want yeah. it three years from now. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to capitalize on what Fortnite and Sea of Thieves, Minecraft is doing. It's just, it's just, they can't, they can't. They can't. Well, they can't. it's it's not going to happen as soon as they want it to. Because yeah. they still have live service games coming. It's just much less now. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, and then we're getting into a little bit of uh, some so soul-crushing. Bad, bad news. Bad like, news. <laughs> all, this, yeah. all this news is so disheartening. It is. It is. Uh, we'll, we'll start with some of the, the newer ones. Uh, Embracer ha- has shut down Free Radical. Like they closed it down, just over eighty people. It's just two years after being revived by Embracer, Free Radical is now shut down, and it's just 
It's it's terrible year for developers. It yeah. really is. And we thought terrible. we were at the we were over it, but yeah. no, they just keep happening. It keeps happening. And this was this was two days ago that Free Radical uh got shut down by Embracer. And then today Embracer Ghost had to shut down two more um or at least lay off two more uh lay off a bunch of people from two more studios at Embracer. So 3D Realms is the other studio that was hit with layoffs today. Um, it's just a madhouse. Embracer is uh, just seems to be falling out of out of the seams. It's just no good over there. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's absolutely insane to me that a company can just all right. That's it. You're all gone. We we lost two billion dollars from this crappy deal that we did at the board. Now everybody's just starting to lose their job. It's like, I just, what, I, yeah, what I, I, I want to know like what is going on over at Embracer because even like, like a decade ago, what we knew of Embracer. I mean, before they were Embracer, they were THQ Nordic. Yeah, they were just buying up IPs, studios, all these like things. They were just acquiring, but then they didn't really do anything with them. So it's like, what what is the purpose of buying all this stuff and building these studios to make these games that are never going to release? They they release a few, but it was always to uh, not so stellar like reception, especially like with Saints Row. Like that was that completely fell flat. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's other examples that I can't really name off the top of my head. Um, but they've had some successes. They've had Remnant 2 is one of their successes, but it's like they're few and far between. So, and this whole Saudi deal that fell through, like, was it really that bad? Like, was that, I don't understand how your entire company studios were hinging on this deal happening to the point where when it fell through, like you just had to shut down, like, uh, Volition got shut down um now we got uh free radical and it's like who's next that's that's what it's coming down to who's the next studio that's gonna shut down yeah and it's it's pretty like it's, it's scary it's, it's scary really scary for Especially these developers right right, right before the holidays absolutely. yeah oh man i didn't even think about that part yeah it's absolutely it's absolutely insane you know and they, these uh these board of directors, these CEOs, the record profits, as we can see, you know, because they're publicly traded companies, we can see, we see you making billions of dollars, millions upon millions a day. Okay. We see you making all this money. And then that's supposed to be turning around so that way we can make more money by making great games. But no, you just, oh, let's make even more money by cutting staff, destroying lives, and closing studios. That's that's not when we talk about 2023 and how many games came out, how much of a great year it was for games. You have to talk about how terrible it was to be a video game developer because yeah. so many people have lost their jobs. I think it's now 10,000 people over the course of all 2023 that have lost their jobs being a, a game video game developer. Absolutely scary time out there. And we have these developers they have to get together they have to unionize to save oh, yourself yes they've saved the gaming industry because you, you can't just have these companies and these board of directors and ceos just come out and just 
play with your lives after you've made them millions of dollars. It's absolutely insane. And I also wonder, like, if, if they're really hurting for money, like, why not just sell off the studio? Like, I'm sure there's people or people, publishers out there that would want to buy these studios, like even like a, a like a Crystal Dynamics or like one of the bigger ones that they have. Like, yeah. why not sell that off? Like, it, it just, it doesn't make sense why they're shutting off the studio. It's like, they're trying to trim the fat, but it's like, you can make money off of it instead of just throwing it away. So, I don't know. It's It sucks. I think, like you said, though, they bit off more than they can chew by buying so much early on. Yeah. You know, and then not having enough content come out to replenish that. They were they really were banking on that $2 billion from Saudi Arabia. And... And that's a shame. I mean, you don't say, oh, it's only $2 billion, but $2 billion. I don't think people understand how much money $1 that billion is, dollars is. That's let a alone lot. $2 billion. Any amount in the Bs are absolutely <laughs> insane. Yes. You know, so that deal fell through. That means everybody's up on the chopping block. And if you work at Embracer, prepare yourselves because it is not a fun time. Yeah, if I was a developer for Embracer, I definitely would like oh, yes. start looking for somewhere else to go to because it's yeah. only a matter of time at this point. Absolutely, which is really sad. And then, and then we reported that Bungie had uh, had massive layoffs as well. Um, yeah, and now it's being reported that the atmosphere of all the people who are left at Bungie, it, they they're calling it soul crushing, which is. Which is on par. I mean, you just saw your coworkers, your people that you've been working with for the past 15 to 20 years, some of them, completely gone. You don't know entirely why. And now you're working in what you feel is a hostile work environment. Yeah. You know, it's and, just, and, it really sucks. And now Bungie is apparently facing uh, the potential of being just completely absorbed by PlayStation Studios. Which yeah, is something so, that they wanted to avoid. That they, yeah, they, they did the not whole want point to. was to be separate, to be underneath Sony, but separate from PlayStation. That that's why Marathon is releasing on Xbox and PC, and and that's they wanted to remain like independent. They can yeah. have the relation with Sony and like marketing and stuff like that, but ultimately they wanted to remain independent, and that's potentially going to be going away if if their next uh DLC or expansion doesn't live up to expectations. And yeah, it's well, just it's that's part of the soul crushing aspect of it that they just their li their jobs are on the line like they they want to be able to be independent but that might not last much longer. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I mean to just just to think about it, you know, that all these people basically suffering and some of them are in silence, suffering in silence. Because yeah. of like the decisions that are being made at the top, it's 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 really sad. Yeah, and it makes you it makes you wonder like was this acquisition even worth it for Sony? Yeah, uh, maybe maybe to them it's worth it because they'll still even if they absorb it they'll still have Bungie so they can pump out exclusives or whatever. Yeah. But it sucks for Bungie because mm -hmm. it's you know if that happens a lot of people are just gonna leave. Yep. And the bungee that was before is not going to be the, the same. Yeah. And the the last of the s sort of studios closing, you know, it's that trend. Um, the developers for the day before. Uh, oh, yeah. Fantastic. Are shutting down four days after releasing the day before. 
their their developers are completely shutting down and it's it just for this particular game it's actually and for this particular developer it's like they did it to themselves yeah they, they posted all these fake videos of what the game was going to be like like two years ago everybody was super hype about the game and then they kept delaying it and delaying it and delaying it and not updating the community they just kept delaying it and then all of a sudden it's releasing in early access on steam and people buying it because they they're hyped dude they they seen what it could be and then next thing you know the game is absolutely atrocious yeah everywhere Game's not functioning properly. The Steam reviews for this game before they delisted the game, because Steam eventually delisted the game and they refunded people. Uh, it was absolutely, it was overwhelmingly negative. It yeah. was absolutely insane. Um, and the videos online that I've seen for this game, it really, it really was a scam. I feel yeah. like this whole game was a scam. I I knew it from the first time I saw. It, I was like, there's no way they're gonna be able to accomplish this. Like what they were saying or what they were showing, it looked it looked too good to be true. Yeah, and I it, honestly, a lot of people say, "Oh, it looks like the division." That's because it basically was. It was like an asset flip. They were using assets from other games and yep. just putting them together and thinking, like, "Oh, that's it. This is what people want." Um, but what's interesting though is actually I I just remembered this piece of information. So, um, fantastic, the developer of this game. Uh, they did shut down, but they're not gone. So what they did was they shut down, quote unquote, fantastic. And they changed their name to another name. Uh, it's called, they call, they're called eight points now. Eight points. Yeah. So basically they said, oh, we're going to shut down, but they didn't really shut down. They just changed their name. Really? Yeah, I I just remembered that aspect of it, and it was like, this is gonna happen again because people are not gonna they this this news it slipped through the cracks. Nobody's really talking about this this part, and they're gonna probably release another game, and it's gonna be the same thing. That's gonna be living up to or not living up to expectations. So it's it's just really crazy how they pretty much are getting away with it essentially. Um, they well, you said the Steam refunded people, so I guess yeah, that's they, they didn't listed the game and they're refunding people, even if you played over the set time that Steam has allowed for. I think well, it's would, hours, they, would they, they have they to that. ask her a refund or is it just automatic? I, you know, what don't know and didn't look into that one, but uh, because I didn't want to go anywhere near this, yeah, so no, I, think, I was like, my Steam is not going near you, yeah, <laughs> um. But uh, it, it just it just was really bad. Either way, and if they did, like you said, change their name just to avoid being part of the Fantastic, and that's that's scummy. That's even more scam stuff going on by these people, and you just can't trust them. Yeah, I I just hope, and it sucks that if this even happened because like you would think there's more of a vetting process for, especially in Steam. I know Steam they have. Uh, like the, what the early access stuff, and there, there's been like, or, or maybe it was, or maybe it was Steam Greenlight. I can't remember. I don't know if that's still a thing. Um, but I know there was like some like 
controversy of a lot of games getting through that shouldn't have been gone through, that they were just like unfinished or very buggy, whatever. You would think that they would do the same thing for this type of game. And it's like, how does this even get released? Like, is there nobody like playing it? Like, I feel like it should have, somebody <laughs> should have seen this coming. I mean, they did release it in early access, so I guess that was like sort of the excuse. maybe, yeah, maybe that's what the the whole thing was. Yeah, um, even, hey. even that early access, early access games. Technically, Fortnite is still early access. You know what I'm saying? Does it? I, 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 I think they did release like they like they said cool. it's 1.0 now. Oh, okay. I know for a while, for years, I mean, it was for like years. Beta. It was it was it was early access. You know, so yeah. You can do early access and still have a, a game that's out and, you know, obviously because, like, Baldur's Gate 3 was in early access for a long time mm -hmm. um, before it was officially released, you know, so it's just... It sucks. Honestly, it, like, I, I just... It just sucks. I And I when I first saw the game, I it looked interesting, but like I said, I just knew they weren't going to be able to do it. It so just I looked just, too good. I just... When I saw it, uh, when it first was revealed the day before, Brother Matt was super excited. Like, Yo, this game looks sick. It's like, it's it's it looks like the division and and like it's you know extraction. Yeah, great. and I'm like, he showed me the the video of it, and I'm like, eh, it's, it's that first trailer right. though. It was a little bit weird. Yeah, I was just like, eh, I'm not too interested. And he's like, oh, you're crazy. And then as <laughs> you know, the years went on, we're like, we're both now thinking. Okay, this is kind of going, eh, you know, like, why are we delay here? And delay well, again, delay yeah, again. It's, it's never coming out. And then it does come out, and then it's a scam. <laughs> yeah. You know what this reminds me of? I mean, granted, this one actually came out, but the whole abandoned game, you remember all that that fiasco? Uh, no. Abandoned. You, don't, you don't remember? It was, all right, so there was a game. I remember yesterday, bro. <laughs> there was a game that was announced on a PlayStation blog and it was called Abandoned and it was it seemed like uh like a survival horror or some type of horror game that it was like it was first person and it was, it was very vague and they just told you just stay tuned like that's all it was it was just like a trailer or a quick like teaser trailer they told it to stay soon uh stay tuned uh and then like a year went by I think nobody really talked about it and then like they Developer was doing interviews, saying that it it was it was still under development, and they released another trailer, but they were gonna do it as an interactive trailer. So you had to like download a game or demo, and in the demo, it showed the trailer, and or the new trailer, and the trailer was only a guy walking, and it was just showing his feet, and then people were just like, okay. All the, and there was like so much hype around it because people thought, it, oh, maybe it's like a secret Hideo Kojima game, or maybe oh it's like, a, maybe it's actually Metal Gear Solid, maybe it's a new Silent Hill. Like people were just going wild with speculation about it. And once they released that trailer or that that walking teaser, or whatever, people were upset. It was like you made us wait all this time just for someone walking. Then they released like a, an image that was blurred out. And it showed a guy with an eye patch, and people were thinking, "Oh, is that Solid Snake? Like it looks like him because of the eye patch." <laughs> and and 
again, like people just went wild with their conspiracy theories, and man, what, I, and, then, there... and then and yeah. then it just disappeared. Like nothing ever came out. It was people just stopped talking about it. It was literally abandoned. <laughs> no way. I yeah. Mean, why, does, it... why does it seem like everything that Hideo Kojima touches, it gets like the conspiracy theories? Yeah. Boom! Wild. It just starts going crazy. They, they, what is it? Because he did it with PT. That that's literally all it was. Like the whole PT stuff. That yeah. it was when it released, it was just a demo on the on the PlayStation Store. There was no, there, I think it was like called. Uh, I don't think it even had a, a developer name, um, or maybe it did. I can't remember if it did, but it was just it was just a demo. Nobody really knew what it was. Once you beat it, then you realize it was the Silent Hills um, that never released that got canceled. Yeah, uh, but ever since then. Anything that is similar in type of like marketing and stuff like that. Oh, that's Hiro Kojima. That's it. It's Hiro Kojima. Oh, wow. Like, so that's, that's why the whole, even now, like, um, OD, the whole, that whole thing, like people are saying that's PT. Cause I mean, granted, if you look at the. Oh yeah. The, I heard about the Silent Hill theories yeah, on, on if that. You, if you look at the announcement when in the game awards, the, he, he came out of a door with a little with a little light on top, that's literally the door from PT. Oh so my god! People are speculating that this is probably what PT was or Silent Hills was originally gonna be. We don't know, probably not, but they're trying to make you think that at least. That's insane. And yeah, it's is is wild. But that's the thing with Kojima; he likes doing that stuff. Like I remember the the lead up to Metal Gear Solid. Five, he also released that trailer as a completely different game. It was initially called The Phantom Pain. Like, that's what it was revealed as. And then it was, quote-unquote, developed by a, a new studio called Moby Dick Studio. And people were just speculating, like, oh, what is this? Like, it's a new thing. But it, it didn't take long for people to realize it was Metal Gear Solid. Um, but that's that's the type of thing Kojima does. So anything that is similar to that, they think it's him. And I'm pretty sure that the the, the abandoned game, uh, who, the developer knew that, and they were trying to capitalize on that. I don't know whatever happened to it. If it's ever gonna come back, I doubt it. But it's, yeah, that's that's what that anyway. That's what this reminded me of. It's just basically, yeah. like you said, it's a scam. All the <laughs> so, scam. All the scam. People people keep falling for it. It's. I'm sure another developer is gonna do the same thing. So, and people are gonna <laughs> fall for it. So, wow. We'll get to we'll get to to a couple more uh, news articles. Where this time we're talking about ransomware attacks. This time Sony's Insomniac gets with it, and the group uh, Residia has is asking for two million dollars for Oof. two million dollars for leaks and screenshots and just. All the data that you can get on Insomniac, including their for the new game Wolverine, they they already posted some leaks were already posted, include screenshots of the game, and people are just deep diving into these leaks and just looking at them, every single detail so they can try and get a feel for what the game is gonna be like. But this is really really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, especially after because. 
we talked a little bit about GTA, but the oh the yeah, GTA was leaked, and then Rockstar had to like take that down and officially launch it like a day early. And now Insomniac was hit with a ransomware attack where they all, a lot of their data was stolen, and now it's just out there up for sale. This is really bad. This yeah, is really really bad. Um, it's very unfortunate for the developers. Um, who worked hard and they're trying to contain the leak. Who knows what's gonna happen? We're probably gonna see some more leaks in the coming days because this is not over yet. Uh, they're they're out there still trying to sell all this data. So yeah. I mean, they have a week's deadline, and we'll see more. We'll see more of the leaks coming soon, and and in a few days actually. Yeah, I think it's. It sucks, but they're probably just going to let it leak. Like, there's really nothing they can do. To pay would be to condone that stuff, and it's going to encourage more people to do that. Like, you can't do that. Um, what's interesting, though, is the stuff that leaked. I don't know if you saw. Um, so, in including the Wolverine stuff that um, got leaked, they also, I mean, inevitably, they're working on Spider-Man 3, of course. Yeah. Um. But what they're also working on is potentially there was some references to a Spider Verse yep. video game. Um. So while that is all that sounds good to me, like I'm excited for Wolverine. I obviously I like Spider Man, and I would like a Spider Verse movie, uh, movie, uh, game, video game. Yeah. Yeah. What's a little concerning. And granted, we don't know if there's anything else that they're working on. Sony seems to have turned Insomniac into the Marvel developer. And it's like, that's cool, but I would like Insomniac to do other stuff as well. Like, because Insomniac is basically like the the all-star for Sony. Like, they've been pretty much carrying this generation on their backs for Sony. Um, they released Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, and now Spider-Man 2. Now they got Wolverine coming and all these other games that got leaked. But it's like, is that all you're going to have them do? Like, I, I feel like they should at least have the opportunity to do something different if they want to. And I hope that's not the case. I hope that's, they just, that's what they're working on in addition to other stuff. I just don't want Insomniac to be relegated to just making Marvel games. As good as they are, I would like to see them do other stuff. Well, you know, we have Bethesda making a Marvel game. <laughs> so it's yeah, not but they wanted to do that. That's the thing. That's true. That is they true. They pitched it to Disney and said, We want to do this. It wasn't like all oh, Disney came to them and it's like you're gonna be the okay, okay, Arcane, you're gonna make Marvel games. Like, no, yeah. Blade is what Arcane wanted to do. And that's how I want it to be. I want the developer to actually want to do the game, not the other way around. Because you'll know they'll do it right and they'll do justice. Exactly, you know? exactly. Although, although the Spider-Man games have been great. No, they've been great. They, they've they've been, been great. They haven't been, like, absolutely above amazing, you know? Like, it hasn't, it's been, they've been safe great, you know? It's been exactly. like, oh, they're good. They're good, you know? But um, I, I just want them to be able to do, if they want to, to do other stuff. I don't yeah. want it to be because I same thing with Naughty Dog. Like Naughty Dog apparently is just the Last of Us developer now. Like yeah. forget Uncharted, and forget anything other that they want to do. No, they're just Last of Us now. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just I don't I don't like this idea of having a developer just be one thing. I want them to be able to branch out if they want to. Yeah. 
they have they have to i don't know how tight it is at sony they i don't know how the culture is there where they can come out and say listen we don't really want to make these games let's we want to focus on this and then sony go ahead and say either yes or no i don't know the culture there so we can't say that they should just say that you know because because the culture can be no you're making this yeah and that's it which which would really suck you know, like you said, like I said, we don't really know what the culture is there or if they can come out and say anything. If they can, they really should speak up on it. And yeah. if they can't, they're just going to be Marvel developers. It, it's not the worst thing in the world, but still. <laughs> yeah, 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 it really isn't. But anyway, regardless, <laughs> the the leaks suck, and uh, I hope there's not much more to leak and yeah. that maybe they just didn't get that much, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we have one last bit of news article, and it's um has to do with Xbox in Japan. And as you know, uh, it's no secret Xbox struggles with J- the Japanese market. Um, it always has. It's struggling even this gen. It's getting a little bit better because they have uh, growth spurts with the Series S, it being smaller and compact, as well as Game Pass itself being able to play on like on a laptop or um and and the cloud or on your phone anywhere really like you can get game pass you can play it so they're seeing growth spurts in japan and um a former playstation executive who was actually hired by xbox uh minakato she's he comes out and says um japanese publishers will definitely need xbox if they're going to be expanding their business it'll be difficult to do that with just playstation she 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 says that and people need to realize she's absolutely right. PlayStation mm-hmm. has a complete and total lock. PlayStation and Nintendo have a lock on the Japanese market. There's not much more room for them to grow. You, they can't grow more if if all that is there is just that market. They have to move to other platforms, to other developers, so that way they can grow more. Their sales can grow and everything. You know, you want new players, not just the same ones who've been playing for the last. 20 years on on the playstation and nintendo um, yeah and she knows that and that's why they hired her you know she, she's a former playstation executive she knows what they're doing she knows the strategies and she's there to make that change for xbox in the japanese market and i feel like in with after um abk and um you know, with the growth of Minecraft in, in Japan alone and ABK games with all their cloud service now being everywhere, the Japanese market is going to be ripe for the taking. Yeah. I, I mean, it goes back to the whole um, cultivating a new audience on a new platform. Like, that's that's basically what's been the, like, these Japanese uh, developers and publishers uh, problem is that they they want to expand it's just they don't seem to want to take the time to expand because it's not going to be oh let's release one game on on xbox and it's going to sell massive like no it takes time you have to release steadily on a new platform and rebuild that audience because it's a new audience like you're not going to make people automatically like associate xbox with your game if that's the first game you're releasing on it so that's the whole point like they have to embrace xbox and 
show that they do want to expand and show the audience that, hey, you're on Xbox, you should invest in our games because we're going to release on Xbox. It doesn't, like, say, like, with the Octopath Traveler. Yeah, the first one was on Xbox, but then the second one wasn't. Yeah. And on Game Pass, but then the second one wasn't until, like, a year later. So it's like, if you do stuff like that, you're basically telling the Xbox audience, like, yeah, we don't really care about you. They're not going to buy your game, and then you're not going to expand. So you have to, or they have to, embrace the platform in order to grow. And, I mean, we've seen it with Square Enix. Um, They, they, I mean, they had Xbox, or they had Phil... Um, on their recent uh, presentation or whatever it was, uh, on the stage, and they showed, they said that this is the start of a new partnership with Xbox, and we're gonna bring all our games to the platform. And I hope that this goes for every other company that's been avoiding uh, Xbox for whatever reason. It's it's all about expansion, and you have to embrace uh, new horizons in order to expand. And that's that's really all it is. So she was just speaking the truth. It's it's, yeah. it's basic stuff. Yeah, and um, that's it's it's great. You want more people to play your games. You know, the Japanese market is a huge market. They have so many great games that we're just not able to get. Um, in particular, Xbox only players. You know, so like, if that market comes over to Xbox, they will sell. Like, look at Persona. Eventually, and, uh, yeah, eventually. They're, they're, they're out there making bank because they've partnered with Xbox now. You know, the, uh, Persona 5 sold out everywhere on Xbox. Even yeah, digital was selling out. Like, how do you sell out digital? Absolutely insane. <laughs> you know, like, Yakuza and Persona are the... I mean, of course, they're fantastic games, but... This is a, just a glimpse of what the PlayStation uh, market, not the play, the, the the Japanese market, can do on Xbox. You can just look at Persona and Yakuza and the success that they're having with Xbox on Game Pass, and and just not just on Game Pass, just bring it over to Xbox itself. You can yeah. see the the potential growth there, and it's it's a win win. Yeah. For gamers, for Xbox, for the Japanese market, it's a win-win. More, more people playing your game is always a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that's it. That's what we got for the news. That is everything. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that'll do it for us. Um, any parting words you want to say? Uh, don't trust Embracer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out.